I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, welcome to the Horse Hour podcast. I'm Amy Stevenson. Now, have you heard of the Special Olympics? Well, up until about a week ago, I hadn't heard of them either. And then I was introduced to Chris Hull. So I asked Chris to come onto the podcast and tell us more about the Special Olympics because they're not just a competition like the Paralympics once or twice a year. In actual fact, they provide year-round support for people with learning disabilities. We're also joined by Georgina Mayton. She won three gold medals at the Special Olympics and she's joining us with her mum, Barbara, and they're going to tell us all about Georgina's journey and her horse, Rudy. This is Horse Hour. Chris Hull's been working with the Special Olympics Great Britain for the last five years. Chris, how are you? Yes, I'm very well indeed, Amy. Thank you for your time and thank you for promoting uh, Special Olympics Great Britain. We're very passionate about it. Uh, Many people have heard, obviously, of the Paralympics. Everybody's heard of the Olympic Games. Mm. Not everybody has heard of Special Olympics. And the reason for that is just simply because it is an organisation that is growing. It's been around nearly 50 years, started in the U.S., But in this country, we're just beginning to start to punch above our weight and uh, pierce that uh, ceiling and trying to get more people talking about us. We often refer to ourselves as the best kept secret in sport, and uh, we don't really want it to be a secret anymore. We want people to really enjoy and celebrate all the great uh, things there are about sport for people with learning disability and intellectual disability. And when we talk about learning disability... Uh, an intellectual disability. We're largely talking about autism. We're talking about Down syndrome and other forms of learning disability. And what we tend to find in society, not just in sport, but um, people sometimes feel a little bit awkward talking about learning disability. Mm. Um, They sometimes feel as though perhaps they don't know how to quite communicate with people with a learning disability or Perhaps just a little bit anxious. I think, Chris, the worry is 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 offending people. There's this mm. big there's this big fear. I mean, I, I have we have Down syndrome very close to our family. There's a, a lovely man, Adrian. Um, he's 42 now, and I think even now, you know, I worry about offending and saying the wrong thing or acting in the wrong way. When actually, he just says, "Just be normal with me. Just be be yourself." You know, and I think that's absolutely right, Amy, as long as people are speaking from a place of goodness and people are trying to say the right thing, then nobody should ever jump upon anybody from forgetting the wrong language around the learning disability. Because I can assure you, um, you know, people even within uh, the area of learning disability and Special Olympics will sometimes disagree on terminologies. 
Um, so it's just one of those things. But if people just embrace it, the, the great benefits and warmth uh, and fun that can be had from, for example, Special Olympics and young people, adults with learning disabilities taking part in sport is just something really magical to behold. And I think it's life improving. It's life affirming. It's life enhancing for sure. I've only been part of Special Olympics for five or six years. Didn't know about Special Olympics beforehand. And I've been involved in sport all my life. So if people aren't aware of Special Olympics, then don't feel bad about it. Don't beat yourself up uh, because, you know, it's only really in recent years that we've started to get moving. We're starting to get exposure on ITV and BBC and other platforms as well. And we're trying to build this and we're trying to make it, you know, 2017 a really fabulous year for Special Olympics. And, you know, equestrian in the whole area uh, of horse riding uh, the RDA are absolutely magnificent mm, aren't they they're phenomenal and uh, you know they provided so much support um, you know RDA just like Special Olympics is an organization that five or six years ago I wasn't really aware of but they provide some fantastic support to our uh, equestrian athletes uh, we had a number of athletes go out to Los Angeles to perform at the World Games in equestrian one of those is Georgina Mayton, who I know you'll be talking to later. Yeah. Georgi Georgina came back with uh, three gold medals. But we, we've got a fantastic facility called the Parklands Equestrian Centre, uh, which is uh, just on the outskirts of Sheffield. I've been there, and that is going to be the host venue for the Sheffield 2017 Special Olympics National Games. Oh, wow. We're gonna, yeah, we're going to have 67 athletes with learning disabilities taking part in equestrian i think it's going to be a fantastic event um those 67 athletes are part of the 2600 athletes who will be taking part in the national games uh of special olympics in sheffield we've got around about 20 sports other sports such as football athletics swimming uh, badminton table tennis judo powerlifting, uh, gymnastics golf sailing um bowls netball tennis so many sports 20 different sports and equestrian is one of them and um you know it's fabulous it's fabulous that we're going to be able to celebrate uh, all these athletes performing at their very best i think we should i feel so ignorant that we don't know enough about it and we haven't seen enough about it and heard enough about it and mm. we, we would love to know more and and just appreciate how great these athletes are um i, I mean can we come and watch the sheffield games Absolutely. The games are free uh, to watch. And in fact, if anybody felt that they had some uh, spare time over that second week in August and actually wanted to volunteer and wanted to specifically say they wanted to help in equestrian, they could go online at uh, sheffield2017.org.uk mm -hmm. and actually support it. Well, that would be great. Well, we'd love to be there as well, please, Chris. So put us mm. down. Um, I'm sure we can put together some volunteers and, and get some help there. Um, now, we are going to be talking to Georgina Mayton. I'm very excited about speaking to her because she's, she's doing incredibly well. When did you first meet Georgina? Well, I first met Georgina in the build-up to the World Games in Los Angeles, when uh, the team was announced, it's my uh, privilege to be able to try to tell the stories of our athletes. Mm -hmm. And Georgina was one of those athletes that I, I was introduced to. And I think initially it's fair to say, and Georgina and her mum will tell you this, is Georgina was quite shy and lacked a little bit of confidence. But through Special Olympics, through the RDA, through sport, through horses, um, horses, as Georgina will tell you, uh, have never judged her in her life, whereas a lot of other people did. Uh, horses uh, never judged Georgina and that's why she felt such an empathy towards them and uh, she really excels brilliantly on a horse 
Um, I don't know as much. I don't know a fraction about equestrian as Georgina, as Georgina will be able to tell you. But all I do know is that she is brilliant at it. And not only that, sport and horses and equestrian and Special Olympics has brought out the very best in Georgina. She now goes to schools. She now goes to colleges. She now goes and actually speaks to big corporate organisations and talks wow. about how sport has managed to transform her life and given her the confidence uh, to excel in other areas and not just sport. But sport and equestrian has given Georgina the platform to go and be absolutely fantastic in so many areas of her life. And, uh, you know, she's a thrill to know and uh, she'll be a thrill to listen to. On that note, Chris, we will introduce Georgina. Thank you so much. We can head to your website, specialolympicsgb.org.uk. I must say that you look after the Special Olympics for for every single uh, discipline and sport. So it's not just equestrianism. So thank you very much for spending the time to talk to us on the Horse Hour podcast. Thank you. And can we follow you on Twitter? You certainly can. At so great britain and the national summer games will take place in sheffield between the 7th and the 12th of august and just finally amy if any of your listeners want to volunteer they would need to go on to the specific games website for sheffield which is sheffield2017.org.uk and go to the volunteer section and get involved we will do thanks so much chris thanks amy now we're joined by Georgina Mayton and her lovely mum, Barbara. So, Georgina, you've competed in the Special Olympics, and not only that, you've won three gold medals. But to start with, can you explain to us how you first got involved with it? Yeah, I got involved through the RDA side of it. My coach introduced me because I needed, wanted to progress up the levels correctly, and then I graduated to the Special Olympics through there. And who's your coach? Because they need it. They need a amazing congratulations. <laughs> Sarah Morland, she's, she's at MBE. Wow! Did she did she help you from a young age? Because you're 26 now. She um, she helped me through college, through that bit, and then there was an, another Sarah horse riding. Who we call? She did the lower bit, and then Sarah Morland did most of it. Lovely. And that's where I am now. And your lovely mum supports you. She's the the poor lady that has to drive all around the world, <laughs> fly all around the world. Um, I mean, there's one thing for parents, you know, supportive parents that have to drive up and down the country. But no, your mum is, is loading the horse on the trailer. She's driving the car. She's getting you on planes. Are you a groom as well, Barbara? No, I don't touch the horse. Oh, I do, do it. Oh, do you? <laughs> she touches it barely. I go, no, mum, don't worry. <laughs> So Georgina, how did you first get into horses? I f- naturally thought it would be easier talking to a person because uh, I didn't really understand what was going on. So it was more easier for me to go and ride a horse or spend a bit of time at the stables and not be judged by a person because at the same time I was getting quite badly bullied and at the same time I was going through quite uh, bad I was getting tested so they didn't know what was actually wrong with me so how old were you at this point about four or five I think yeah to start with yeah kids can be cruel they can be so horrible when you're going through this time at school then did you know that that you found communication difficult it was quite comparant it wasn't the best in communication because my speech has got a stemmer to it so I was going through speech therapy mm. what they managed to put me through physiotherapy but that 
that helps to a degree, but horse riding was the one what helped the most. What was it about horse riding that helped so much? A sense of freedom. I could have a time out from the world without being judged. I could be myself. It's so lovely to be able to shut the world out and say any hassle that you're getting, you just, you and the horse and trees and, in my case, wild ponies. Um. (laughs) Back to nature thing. I think we needed to um, take away all the barriers and the bad things and um, get back to basics really. I'm I'm guessing that was a a pretty tough time for you, uh, for Barbara, for you being able to know which way to turn and and how to do the best for Georgina. With hindsight it was difficult but at the time you don't know, you know, you don't know, you you just uh, go from one post to the next really but uh, I, I was under the illusion that there would be experts that would be able to tell me what was wrong and what we could do but it wasn't like that I'm afraid we I had to become an expert in lots of things and Georgina's difficulties are complex and many and varied um so I had to become a an expert myself so that I could try and um steer her through really but but at the time you just deal with it but um yeah I, I guess looking back it's more difficult than for some people. Barbara, when you when Georgina was going through the tests, mm. what what did the doctors say were her difficulties? They were kind of woolly about it all, really, uh, and they were reluctant to make a diagnosis or a label in the in the early years. So we ended up with um, complex difficulties in learning, communication, and. Um, a list of physical difficulties. So we didn't really, to be honest, get a, um, a clear diagnosis, but um, sort of halfway through the proceedings, really, it, it became apparent that Georgina um, had complex needs and so one label wasn't going to fit, really. Mm. So we didn't want to put her in one box at the exclusion of the others, if you see what I mean. Mm, no. so, the, you know, Georgina has always been Georgina, so to me, it didn't. I didn't want her dropped into one box and it, and uh, treated, you know, just for that, as it were. So we, well, uh, it was easier for for me to think in terms of what is the problem and what can we do about it yeah. for each each sort of difficulty. Yeah. Well, Georgina, you're a very bright, intelligent bubbly young woman. It's hard to get to grips with because Georgina, um, her difficulties aren't apparent and because so many people have had input and, um, you know, she's managed to overcome so much, it sort of belies her difficulties, which is They're great. quite a bit masked, so yeah. it's not just learning difficulties. I've got my right side's not my strongest side, mm. so they've just working out what's wrong there they've got to so it's not just as easy as a black and white bit of paper on the the text so they've got we've got they've got always be four steps ahead of it or seven it's not the most easy way but certain people are prepared to give it a go and try it Mm. I mean Georgina can't read or write to a functional level mm. and she can't do she doesn't understand number to a functional level or time or anything like that and those things make her very vulnerable so you know she can't 
get a, a particular number bus to a particular place to, to buy anything and know that she's not being diddled with the money or mm. using, a, you know, those sorts of everyday things. Um, Gosh, you don't even think be. about... You don't no, even think that's about right. That. No, and, and being so well-supported is great, but um, if, if you're in a position where you have to make decisions... Uh, you need that support on hand all the time. Really. That's why we go for a safe stables like Pennywell's RDA is the safest ones at the moment. He's safe. I can go there in the area around where I walk around. We know I'm safe and I've got the help there if I need it. Mm. Yeah, so Georgina, because they're very inclusive there um, and they understand different aspects of Georgina. She doesn't feel, you know, embarrassed to ask for what might be obvious help. And indeed, with everyday, you know, life with people and how to communicate and things like that. Well, that's uh, the magic of horses, isn't it? Is there's yeah. no numbers, there's no reading, <laughs> no. <laughs> there's no writing, it's no. hand signals and, and body language. Yeah, I mean, she's very in touch with feelings in all respects. So she feels how the horse is. She knows, I'm sure you do, it's the same for you, but she, she can know that his moods and his communication. And so, you know, she she can communicate with him when she's riding and when she's not riding. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a, a nice thing to watch, really. Gosh, I certainly don't know that, Barbara. You, Georgina, you need to teach me because we focus <laughs> far too much on our mouths and what comes out of our mouth sometimes and less on the body language. And I think it's something that we need to work at. And I'm very envious of you that you have that relationship. I think it's it's magical and it's something that many of us are always striving to achieve is, is learning how to communicate and learning, really learning how to read horses. I think a lot of the problem is people want everything now. Yeah. And you have to work at the you know, time. best time. Time. Time's a good thing because before we went to LA as well, I spent time in the saddle. It wasn't just time doing one thing; it was test riding at the same time. So we were, and I was challenged to ride halfway around the yard, or ride around the yard, ride all the horses. And so that was another challenge. But it was test time as well. So time takes time to get what you want the results. Mm. So results can come, but it might take slower what you need you're so right and half the issue is we don't have the time no, you know no. we're too busy we've got daylight hours running out you know it's dark by yeah. four o'clock now and you yeah. know and 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 lives are so busy and, it, and it's so lovely to be able to just take a step back and actually mm. spend that time with the horses so so tell me about your horse then rudy's an ex-eventer used to be free star he used to be owned by polly jackson wow i discovered she contacted my coach uh, through someone else uh, when she was. He wasn't. He was due to go to Rio. He was targeted for that. Eventually, because he has a mile, uh, nothing too bad, but it's safe for me. Uh, something linked to I thing, but he has perfectly been proven. I've had him rechecked. He's fine for me to go around the dressage ring uh, and do all the advanced stuff. And so I eventually had the was get offered the ride on him wow oh my gosh okay so many questions for you 
How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. You then <laughs> on, on little Rudy. Um, so if he's an eventer um, and he's used to going galloping out and, and you're doing purely dressage with him, do you then, do you go and gallop around cross country or do you, does, do you pay somebody else to do that? He's been brought back he his schooling was fabulous so i managed to bring him back to a, a degree of basics so he wasn't i we didn't take him for the gallops he's not been taken for a gallop he's been taken for hacks just to get him playing boring things he uh, will go we'll just bring him down to playing basic things i up to a month ago i didn't take him over to a pole or anything i would walk him occasionally over it but not really mm. we just made it plain fun easy for him to do he he um the first few we had to play it so we had to put people in certain positions but that was fine so they could catch me because <laughs> oh, i really that that well. <laughs> he it wasn't silly just, he was getting a little bit at one point excited with life oh this is fun mm. let's go and find a cross-country jump or something like that in the middle of a show on the third day or something oh no uh, that afternoon he's like no let's not do that let's <laughs> so just... he was re-educated as as your coach says to 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 into a different life so he was re-educated to to come down to doing dressage and yes it might be boring but he's um this is what we want of you now and um it went from yeah there, didn't it? he's not dangerous he's not silly he's the most safest one you could ever put yourself on my muscles will have the odd twitch and stuff like that but he just kind of carries on and goes okay then we'll just go down the center line mm. or we'll go straight or we'll do the whatever you ask me to do so he's not he's he's happy, he's happy and he's the most 
I am safe on him. <laughs> he sounds incredible. It, it, again, it's fascinating that um, quite often when we're riding on horses, we think, oh, he needs to go for a gallop. You know, they're being a bit uppity and they've got a bit of life in them. And so we say, oh, it's because he hasn't had a gallop for a while or we haven't taken him out for a good run. Mm. And, mm. But what's interesting with you is they don't need to go for a good run. Clearly, he's enjoying his time. And like you said, he's being re-educated. Mm. Um, that, that's really interesting to hear. Because yeah. I don't gallop mine because I'm too scared of it. And I often feel guilty <laughs> that I'm not doing that. But actually, if the horse knows where he's needed and knows his job, mm-hmm. um, and Rudy clearly knows that his job is to keep you safe, Georgina, That's right. then um, yeah. then he's happy doing what he's doing. Yeah, he knows his job's that. And also, he, if I if I need to put someone on, I'd sooner put my coach on who knows how I ride. And then the things can be altered from there. If he needs to go for a gallop, I, we can go and make it fun in the session. We can go and stick a few flying changes. We can go and make it a bit more fun. He loves his work. His ears will prick up like anything. He looks for the saddle. He looks for his bridle. Mm. Uh, he, uh, we'll, he looks for things to do. We, we'll put a variety in the work. So he's not as if he's going around in circles. He'll go hacking occasionally. He'll go on the lunge. He'll go follow me around school on foot he does little things but he saves things at the same time mm. so you mentioned a flying change there and um, what what other moves do you do in in the dressage arena i'm learning shoulder in half past but i can do it but i've got to remember how to put my body in the right place to help him yeah because do you have to move more so if you haven't got strength on your right side of your body um, again, something we take so for granted is just being able to slightly move our bodies. Do, how do you do that? Do you have to lift yourself up and then move around? I can shimmy myself a certain degree on my saddle. My saddle's um, specially shaped for me. It's been put for me, so it's not. It, so it's got more support on one side. So if I lose my balance or I collapse, I can, I've got the support on it, but it's not over supporting so it's so it's safe for me so it will shove me back the other way slightly so if I need to put my weight on the seat bone it's perfectly fine the other bits of adaptive attack I I got a continental loop brain so my reins my hands aren't the strongest in the world so if I lose my contact slightly he's got consistent contact to his mouth Mm-hmm. I, in the test, I'm allowed to. I carry a, a whip, but I'll carry it onto the right side. So he's trained. So if I put the whip onto him, he knows that's my backup of my leg. That's amazing. And who teaches him how to do this? Is it does the coach get on first and teach him? I know he's got a, a, an element of knowing how the moves work and how to flying change and how to um, shoulder in. But ultimately, he needs to learn how you, what your techniques are for teaching him. So how does that work? Uh, he knew all the tricks of the trade when I first got him. So when I first got him, I put my coach on first, just as a safety to see what he, mood he was in, because I didn't really know him. Now I can just get on him and do what I need to do and just go for it. <laughs> and, and it's fine if my coach... But I always make sure someone's around on the ground to make sure if anything happens they're there goodness and the support around you Georgina is phenomenal you know your family and uh, do you get support for buying the horses and buying the kit and having no you're shaking your head (laughs) okay I I get access to facilities yeah through Pennywells that's they're very good yeah they're very good they'll help me out a lot 
the last few months. So he, I don't have any funding, so I will pay for my own equipment, my own hats, my own tack, his welfare. If he needs vets, barrier, nothing. But at the same time, it's a little bit controversial because people are slowly will approach me, hopefully in the next few months, and see what happens. We, I've just remembered, this is what I failed to say, <laughs> Husk have just helping me a little bit. Get discounts. Discounts through Husk. But that, that's very hard because that's the only one company at the moment agreeing to the discount. Mm. That's, uh, that's quite sad because, you know, at Paralympics and Olympics, they all get sponsored, they all get loads of products and it should be the same for you. I thought that you'd have... People offering you product, your triple gold medalist. <laughs> I thought you don't. It, it, it's slowly out. changing. I think. I mean, a lot of people um, haven't heard of Special Olympics, so that's the first hurdle. We yeah. need we need to spread awareness and uh, make sure that everyone knows what Special Olympics is. Another thing we need to do really is make learning difficulties much more acceptable yeah. and much more. Uh, level. It needs to be a level playing field. So a person with a, in a wheelchair needs to be the same as a person with a learning difficulty. It needs to be you need to be able to be walk down the street without walking, feel like there's a pair of eyes looking at you. At the moment, there are amount of times I walk down the street with a, one of my helpers, and there is a pair of eyes almost looking at the back of your neck. It's not because uh, you're chumming away to yourself because you can't help it. Mm. It's not the most nicest feeling in the world. <laughs> No, I can't, I can't even imagine. Sometimes I think people look because they want to help or they want to support. And I don't know whether I'm, I'm a glass half full kind of girl, so I like to think the good of people. Um, there are the few, like the bullies at school, that are not nice and, and you almost want to tell them what for. <laughs> um, <laughs> but what would you like to say to them? It's because they don't really understand, so we need to find a way through maybe publicity or some uh, correct way for a cartoon or something for them to understand it's okay, they're fine, they're safe, they're not mad, they're not losing it. It's just they've got something slightly wrong and there's got to treat them how you would like to be treated yourself. No, you're not mad at all. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm more mad than no you. Than the rest of yeah. Us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're very lucky with the access to the horse, the Pennywells. Pennywells, Georgina's coach, Sarah Morland, and Special Olympics, of course, and things like that. You know, just wonderful. I mean, Special Olympics 2015, the World Games, Georgina was able to go to LA and compete. And what a wonderful experience that was. I mean, that, that was a pinnacle, wasn't it? Yeah, and dreams can come true because at the same time, Special Olympics arranged for Natasha Baker to come up where I was training uh, and have a training session of her as well and you're still in touch yeah i'm still in touch are you that's incredible that's brilliant it's also what's interesting is um is is who you aspire to be like the fact that you aspire to be like natasha so i look at you georgina and go wow you know you've won three gold medals that's incredible majority of us won't win one in anything in our lives and and you've won three (laughs) yet you still aspire you know you have those people that you look up to as well uh, as uh, as well as the Special Olympics side of it, I'm looking at doing the para side of it a little bit. That'd be good. So how yeah, will that fun. work? I'm grade as grade four. So my right side's not the strongest, but in that we've had to have a little conversation with them and polite, 
and we put learn we're still working on grade four bit i am proven as a grade four but the learning disability side of it we want to put it would be nice if that were taken into account yeah. Yeah. and then georgina wouldn't have to ride at such a stretch because that would mean she would be a different grade um if the learning disability were taken into account as i well wouldn't as want physical. that not necessarily i wouldn't want that i just wish, no. i would want a call i put on yeah, to make it an even playing field. Yeah, I I wouldn't want to drop down a grade. No. Why make yourself? E why make it easier for yourself? No, you just want it to be fair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree with you. <laughs> Although you you you're entitled to have whatever you need, so that that's good. But I understand your your point of not wanting to drop down because clearly you push yourself all the time to be better. Yeah. So more about the RDA then. How often do you ride? I go up much as possible. Yeah. He's ridden four times a week. Yeah, at least. But that's his fitness is perfectly fine for that. I'm lucky at Pennywells to have access to arena. Just, everything's there for me to use. Mm. <laughs> uh, this year, what's your plan for this year? First of all, I wouldn't be where I am without my coach. So I owe a lot to her. Um, we're looking at going to do some... You know, para intro days training things to see from there and i we're looking at doing an eastern region side team but we're not we're just trying to work out the logistics there okay. so we come under eastern region for bd and um jordan is hoping to make one of the teams in the region to to compete for the region in a national setting wow when's that <laughs> when's the first one uh, February. Yeah, but we've got to qualify. Yeah, yeah. We need to stick it. We need we but, need to put some more centre lines up first. <laughs> yeah, I mean we're training. is training for for those at the moment. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and in Rudy, do you think he'll is is the plan for Rudy to stay with you for the next ten years? Rudy won't be going anywhere. <laughs> Rudy will stay with me as long as he uh, needs to. If he needs to retire with me, he will retire with me. If I need. To, He's always got the option to go back to his old owner and live out in the field. I would never let that horse go anyway. <laughs> I, without letting him, his own welfare comes first. If I need to put a second horse in the string, he'll be always be the first one. He'd be ridden, yeah. followed by the second one. He's the one who's got me where I am now. There was one before Rudy who got me half the, up to where I am. Ollie. <laughs> and it's clear it's clear you guys have a really good relationship and and mum barbara you're very close aren't you you're both really close to each other i can see that yeah i mean it's just as well isn't it <laughs> <laughs> we're kind of uh living one life together almost um you know and we you know we're lucky because daddy is patient enough to deal with that and to um, help with paying for a lot of the oh, things. I love my dad. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> dad. So it's, it's, a, it's a team effort, team Georgina. <laughs> what would you say to a mum um, who has a child that has some learning difficulties and would really like to get them into riding? Can you offer them any advice? Yeah, definitely. Um, they need to see what's in their area. Um, Special Olympics will oh. be able to help them with, with what's happening in their area. Um, as, as far as the equestrian clubs go. There's all different facilities around you. So you need to access the facilities that are there. So if they say no, you can't do it, you, you have to ask why 
and they can maybe change it to suit the person. Mm. So the RDA groups can possibly give it a go, or there's cl- special clubs what you can do. But it's, no is not the answer. I've, I've learned no doesn't really exist. Why not? <laughs> and let's yeah. see. Georgina's is right, because if, if, if a club maybe can't um, take um, a disabled rider... Um, it might be because they don't have enough volunteers. So mm-hmm. maybe one or other of the parents could be a volunteer. Uh, and actually, Special Olympics runs, you know, nearly almost on volunteers. So um, it is a great thing to do, as regardless of whether you have a um, a child with learning disabilities. Um, and and I know through running um, Special Olympics volunteers that they get a lot from it. So, you know, really, we are one society. Um, you know, I have Georgina, but she's not just mine. She belongs to society. We are all one. We're all interconnected and we need to work together. Lovely. You're very active on Twitter. And um, thank you for mm-hmm. being part of Horse Hour. How can we follow you so we can follow your journey? It's on Twitter, Georgina Mayton. You can probably find it on the odd link. As well as that, there is an Instagram account which gets updates regularly. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much, Georgina and Barbara. Thank you. you. Bye. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And do go and have a look and check out the Special Olympics. You know, if, there, if there's any events going on in your area and uh, you've got a free weekend, then it would be great to volunteer. And there's other places you can volunteer as well. You know, sanctuaries, horse rescue places, lots of charities. They need as much help as they can. And to be honest, there's only a small amount of us in this country. So we need to do everything that we can to help each other. We've got, uh, we've got an additional bonus episode of Horse Hour coming out this week. And that's because I feel fat after Christmas. I don't know. (laughs) How do you feel? I feel like I, even though I tried really hard to be careful with what I was eating, so I didn't eat too much chocolate, I still feel really, really unhealthy. And uh, the sun's out at the moment, so I feel like we should work a little bit harder on our fitness. Um, I'm sure you're probably mega fit and you don't have the stamina issues that I have, but trotting at the moment is really, really hard. So uh, Nicola from Equestrian Fitness has put together some really quick fitness regimes for us that we can do at home. doesn't take much time. So uh, check out that. That's on iTunes, Acast, and on our website, as always, horsehour.co.uk. Thank you for subscribing. Uh, we've picked up some new subscribers this week, which has been great. So welcome to Horse Hour and thank you for listening and uh, in case you don't know there's loads of information on our website horsehour.co.uk and pop in your email address when you head to the website and I will send you lots and lots of goodies and freebies and competitions and discounts off brands and uh, education as well as always tag me in your photos and your videos and your stories and keep your requests coming in for podcast episodes as well because that's really helping uh, so on our education hub Cassie created an article the other day on ragwort um, because as we go into spring, you know, the ragwort starts propping up everywhere and it's it's deadly for our horses. But how do you tell the difference between one yellow plant and a ragwort yellow plant? It's really hard. So we did an article on the different types of plants that look the same, but the deadly ones. And, um, and Deborah actually sent us a message saying she'd really like to know how to get the ragwort out. So we'll, we'll create that for you, Deborah. 
There's lots of other great articles like that on our education hub. It's just simple things, you know, that we're constantly Googling, saying, well, how do you do this or how do you do that? Uh, I'm putting it all together in our education hub for you. So keep the tweets coming. Keep the questions coming. You can message me at any time. I'm at Amy Stevenson one uh, Horse Hours at Horse Hour. You can also message us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and, uh, and keep tagging us in your photos because I love seeing your photos and your videos. Thanks so much. Hope you have a really lovely week with your horse and I'll speak to you soon. You've been listening to Horse Hour. Join the community on Twitter, Mondays, 8pm UK time, 3pm Eastern by using the hashtag Horse Hour. Follow Amy at amystevenson1 and subscribe to us on Acast, iTunes, Stitcher and Player FM. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.